thriving. You're in the right hand lane. You're in the right turn lane. You want to make a left turn. So you just start going slowly and stop traffic and wave and, you know, sorry, I have to do this. Sorry, I have to do this thing. And that's the comedian's thing. He's like, no, you don't have to do it. Go around the block. Try again. You screwed up. You don't get to drive. You don't get to make that left turn. That's how it is. I saw that happen on a highway. We were stopped. Traffic stopped because someone was in the left-hand lane and wanted to take the exit that was in the right lane. So he stopped traffic on a highway to get all the way to over. get all the way over. And I'm going, no, you don't get to do that. That's automatic. Take the license away. Yeah, I mean, but that that are there is a level of uh, I don't want to say me first, but like people are thinking at that point that guy, that person, guy, woman, whatever, um, is thinking. Oh, it was a man driver. Oh, there you go. You had to go there. <laughs> you just had to go there. Um, but they're thinking about themselves. Yeah, they are. They are in a place where they don't care about anybody else on the road at that moment. They care about them. Yes. In there. Like, yeah. I need to go all the way to the road. I need to. This I have exit. to stop traffic on a highway because you, I screwed up. Yeah. You go pound salt. You go pound yeah. salt. You go My pound life salt. is more matter. important. My thing that I need, that exit is way more important than anything else that's because going on. Because heaven right forbid, now. go to the next exit and just backtrack a little bit. <sighs> So much emotion already. Oh my we're, goodness. We're two what minutes is it in. with driving? We know, just both me, need to not be drivers. It took it takes me to the next level. I it's crazy. It takes a lot of people to the next level. And we're not the only ones that complain about driving. Oh, like, no, it no, seems no, like no. everybody complains about it. So if everybody's yeah, yeah. complaining about a thing, maybe we should fix that thing. There needs to be a better solution. I will say in um hometown USA. What do we call okay. it? City Minor. Pogo. Yeah, City Minor. Uh, we didn't have this issue. Uh, Not it, like maybe. this. It's a population <laughs> thing, you I think. think. Well, yeah. obviously. Problems is not a thing. Yeah, mo people, mo problems. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, come in, listen, enjoy. It's time for Shut Up. I love you. By DNR. Thank you so much for finding us. This show is about DMB. This show... In particular, we are going to have a DMB conversation. So, friends, please bear with us. We are going to geek out uh, about chickens. We are not going to talk about chickens at all. None. A chicken. Oh no, I have a chicken story. And us, all of us, everyone. There'll be a lot of everyone. Uh, my my name is David. I put the D in DNR, and this is Rachel. Good morning, Rachel. Good morning, David. How was your week? It was very eventful and emotional. Very emotional. It was emotional for you, eventful for me. Yes. Yes. And we will share. Eventually. Eventually. But right now, thank you, friends. Thank you so much for finding us. Wherever you find yourself right now, wherever you're sitting and hanging out with us, like it, it means the absolute world with, to us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It just, we just cannot say thank you enough. Um, please, uh, Try three of them. If this is your first time listening, try try a couple of them out. It, we just we think after three of them, we'll get it right for you. Um, and then uh, please rate, review, subscribe anywhere you download podcasts. It just it helps us out in so many different ways. We don't ask for much, just a little rating, a little review, and and hit that subscription button. Please, please, please. Thank you very much. So, with that being said, let's reset a little bit. Do, 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 do. <laughs> no, we, uh, <laughs> I don't know what the reset noise is. <laughs> so when we started this, we wanted, uh, we wanted this to be a show about everyone. Like yeah. the conversation, we were having conversations about us, but we also wanted it to be relatable. relatable. That was weird. <laughs> How dare you? It's always like we've been married for how long? <laughs> fucking for, yeah, ever. For fucking ever. <laughs> um, but we we did. We wanted it to be relatable for everyone. And in with that, in that vein, in that same context, uh, we had a friend reach out to us this week. And this friend gave us a social media moment. But before, which uh, you know me, I love social media moments. So much so. 
Yeah. <laughs> but before we get to that, I want to take a moment and introduce our friends that are here with us right now. Um, right now we have uh, Jill and Grant. Hey guys, how you guys doing? Hi David, hi Rachel. <laughs> hi guys, how are you? Awesome. Fantastic. So give uh, everybody an introduction. Let, let everybody know the who, what, where's, and how's, and, and what's going on with you guys. We are um, huge DMB fans, and that awesome. is my, my very favorite thing in the world to talk about. So the idea <laughs> of joining you here today to talk about DMB just made me very happy. A little bit nervous, but happy. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, our journey started with DMB in 1994, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Seasoned um, veterans. We were uh, living in New York in college, not in Virginia. So we missed out on the like whole college tour of DMB. Uh, okay. And we first came across them at the Horde tour. And, um, it's back. It's back. Wow. wow. But, they, they, they were the openers on the main stage, but we were really there to see Big Head Todd and the Allman Brothers. Okay. okay. And, wow. And so, admittedly, we weren't paying a huge amount of attention to them. We were we just got there with our friends, saw that they were playing, we're listening to them in the background, but we we weren't really aware. And um, but but we weren't we didn't have a problem. We just didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't know it was going to take us. Yeah. Uh, so about a year later, we went to a co-headlining tour with them and Big Head Todd. And again, we were there more to see Big Head Todd. But by the time the show was over, everything changed because yeah. then a love affair began and um, I've been on this love affair or in this love affair for now, what, 25 years. Mm -hmm. yeah, it was, it so. was, it was at the, uh, the palace theater in Albany. Uh, they were doing that, uh, uh, kind of a winter co-headlining tour with big head Todd and, uh, and they ended up headlining the show. And it was, it was, it was, it was definitely a moment. Um, particularly I remember Jimmy thing and Roy just played this long solo and I was just like, okay, these guys are beyond amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm a would have been musician at one point in my life. And, and, and Roy just like spoke to me like very few musicians ever have. And, and the whole band just clicked and I was blown away. Yeah. Musicians go see musicians. So when somebody that has played gets to watch somebody else play that is at the top of their game, you're you, those are the people that walk away going, wow. Are you watching what's happening right now? And I feel like I'm in the same boat. I was a would-be mus musician, and I watched these guys, and I walked away. Went uh, okay, yeah, the yeah, that's the, it. The, that's it. I'm done. I'm in. You know, and I think that's what amazes me when people give the band shit about everything because um, they say they hate them, they say they don't um, listen to them, they're bad. I just that blows my mind because I'm like, have you actually listened? Do you understand musicianship? Do you know yeah. what uh, what they even sound like? Yeah, yeah. Because really, when it comes to all of them, they are all at the top of their game musically and in everything they do. Even in in and I would probably agree with the people that says Dave is probably not the best singer because he's probably not the best singer, but he is an amazing lyricist. And his lyrics are amazing, and you wrap it up around the whole band. So you can probably forgive the fact that, you know, maybe he's not the best singer, but he's a smart businessman, and he surrounded himself with quite possibly the five or six or seven or eight or however, however many there are now of the best possible musicians that you could ever do, and which makes for a phenomenally awesome band. And yeah. And here we are, and and because of that, I get we get to hang out and, and chit chat with you guys. So, um, absolutely, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, what's your favorite uh, album and venue? So, you guys been doing this for a long time. So, which where, where is it? The past, present, or future of Dave Matthews Band? Um, I think I posted the other day on somebody else's um, Twitter feed that. Uh, young Dave, old Dave, whatever version of Dave I'm listening to is my favorite version of Dave. Uh, yeah. You mentioned that he may not be the, the most classically trained singer. He might not be the best uh, singer. But to me, his voice, like, oh. in a way that no other voice does. Yes, I agree. So what's my favorite album right now? It's whatever I'm listening to at the moment. <laughs> Get so that. I thought long and hard about can I pick one album and I told I can't pick one. So Grant's been playing um, the Batson sessions and it's got a um, 
a version of Break Free on there. Yeah. I am absolutely dying to see Break Free live. And so um, I've been listening to that more than anything else recently. But um, like I said, from day to day, I could pick an album and go to town with it and be very happy. There was this, there was this uh, guy um, that I found through, uh, I'm, I'm on Ants Marching, the, the, that whole. Uh, yeah, awesome. And uh, this guy um, did a remaster of, um, what is it, 12 tracks, it seems like, from their, uh, it's the Batson Sessions Flight of Brian remaster. And uh, um, it's got Kill the King on it. It's got Idea of You, Break Free, Original Can't Stop, which has like a Middle Eastern breakdown in the beginning, or in the middle instead of uh, the other one. It's got the original Come On. It's got Sister, which is a song that I I love, Break For. It's just, it's, 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 uh. But but we, we don't see it like not to put words in Jill's mouth. We don't see it as like a, a lot of folks on ants and other places feel like this is what Come Tomorrow could have been. We actually ah. really love Come Tomorrow. So this is in addition yeah. to just like more. It's like great. This is like just more stuff to listen to. It's actually why we were listening to it a lot recently. It's that we've listened to the other stuff so much. It's just like well, you know, what we haven't listened to as much. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Just, yeah, I tr- I got into it for a minute, and I need to go back and revisit it because I just um, I don't know. I'm a, I guess I'm a live album guy. I would say I I prefer to listen to full live shows. And and not that I don't. I'll listen to the album. You you can't eat out every night. Sometimes you gotta have the home cooked meal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I prefer to get my appetite coming home. No, yeah, I mean like it's Yeah, I said that wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so let's take a moment and let's talk about the social media moment that you guys that Joe, you reached out to us, you included us. We're so grateful. Thank you for thinking of us because it it is something very sweet and it's something here I'll read directly from Joe. This time last year, I was excited for the fall DMB tour. We were too. We were <laughs> we were getting gearing up to prepare for our first show. Um, uh, I really wish I could s- say the same this fall. This will be a long w- uh, winter without my happy place listening to my favorite musicians live and in person. So, one of the the things that the thing that really jumped out at me was how much relatable emotion is is in this tweet in this moment that you took out to reach to us but all of the fans can relate to this one if you've been doing this for any amount of time five years one year five years 10 years 25 years if you there's so much relatable emotion in this thing that i like okay i have to have you guys on the show let's have this conversation because you're right last year we were gearing up i know we super were, duper excited yeah we were super excited we were going to columbus I think even this week where we, where we heard break free, if I'm not mistaken, (laughs) not yet. It was the 27th. Oh, okay. (laughs) Rachel had to turn around and look at the poster. (laughs) Because we bought the poster. (laughs) I heard they played there. So then for the rest of the tour, I was like every show, I was like, Oh, it's going to happen. Please, 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 please. But what we found out afterwards was if you, uh, we, we actually got to see them at, uh, we saw both nights at the Garden last fall. We saw them at uh, um, what's now Capital One Arena, which was the Verizon Center, which was MCI Center in D.C. Yeah. And then we went to Charlottesville, and we saw a copy of the actual set list from night one at the Garden. And I think they played What You Are, and um, and it was supposed to have been Break Free, is what oh, was like written. Like they changed it up. You were so <laughs> and, close. Like, Oh, so close that also a relatable emotion <laughs> so but, but but i try not to do that anymore because i just i just want to enjoy the show that i yeah. got enjoy yeah. the performances that we saw but it was just like oh but <laughs> so, the the real thing here is dave pression and dave pression is real it is a real thing and we all really feel it, it is a real emotion friends out there and we all feel it <laughs> Like I was, when I posted that I had been, I, we had just gotten finally after all these years, we'd started hanging up some of the posters that we had collected from shows. 
So I was looking at the two New York City shows from last year, and I was like, oh, this time last year, I was so excited. I couldn't wait. We had, like, plans to spend time in New York City. We had plans to be in Charlottesville. And so, like, there's this whole excitement surrounding the fall. After seeing six shows in the summer tour. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. And um, we had taken a long break. We started this whole thing in 94, but we took a long break from live shows um, once we started having kids. So we're just kind of getting back into the whole thing um, in the last few years. And so suddenly I'm like looking at the posters and thinking, oh, why don't I have a show to go and dance to? And why don't I, why aren't I have, why don't I have this plan? And I know I don't, you know, I know they can't play all year long. And if, if them, if them taking a break. I, we well, all agree that they're superhuman. Yes. But they do still need to sleep. sleep. <laughs> and if that's what I have, you know, I'm glad for them so that they'll continue. I hear a lot of rumors about them, them maybe being at the end of their time together. And I can only hope that that is not true. And so I'm glad that they take the falls and winters off. But nonetheless, it leaves me in this day depression that I don't have this happy place because really and truly like the world is, as we all know, is just such in a crazy state right now. And the one place where I go and I don't think about all of the crazy things going on in the world, I don't think about climate change and I don't think about gun control and I don't think about impeachments and I don't think about any of that when I'm at a Dave show. And so that's, you know, just such a like amazing gift he has given us. Um, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say he, the band has given us. And so this fall and winter just seems like it's going to be long. Yeah. uh, Understood. But there's also other gifts out there too. Um, So like we get to meet and have this conversation right here now. So that's um, like, I'm grateful for that too, as well. I'm grateful for, so maybe, yeah. And I agree. I go through it too. I go through bouts where I get, I'm like really amped up to go. I'm going to deer Creek and it's three months away and this is what we're doing. And like, it's so exciting that you, your, your day to day becomes easier. And without that thing to look forward to your day to day feels mundane or empty. But I mean, it's not, it's life. We're all doing the same thing. We're all living it, you know, doing the the same things the same way, you know, as the immortal words of Dave Matthews. Well, I absolutely (laughs) love your your response when I put that out there was that, you know, pretty soon it'll be time to get tickets for the summer. And it's so true. It's there. It's right on the horizon. And I can't wait to maybe try a new venue this year or um, meet some new people. I, you know. Hopefully get to the pit again. I'm looking forward to it all. Yeah. All the things. Yeah, it is exciting that it is. You're right. It's a month away and we've got to get through the holidays and then they'll <laughs> post the they'll post the show dates and then we'll all be happy. Everybody will be screaming and cheering. Yeah. <laughs> all of that. We've uh in my family we have a tendency to give each other uh Dave memorabilia and you know, a new t-shirt or a scarf or whatever it is that a new piece of jewelry. So Christmas helps fill the gap for me (laughs) because my family does a little splash of Dave in there. I think last year I got gloves, right? I got the Dave Matthews um, gloves that you can take the fingers off of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, for, for the past three or four years, I've been, yeah. I've been getting Jill uh, some a uh, bunch of Dave swag every, uh, every every Christmas. He's got a little travel bag. He's got the necklace, the the leather black leather necklace with the silver fire dancer. Uh, a couple of cups, mugs, and, um, you know, all sorts. I just like go oh, yeah. on their floor, and I'm like, yeah, Jill will like that. Yeah. <laughs> Jill by, like that. by all means, you guys, it's not my marriage, but Jill, I think you got to keep her. Yeah. Do you know why you get them that? Do you why you get her that stuff? Because you're a good husband, yes. and that's what good husbands do. <laughs> so here, let's let's take it to um, a, and I don't want to say emotional, but uh, like a real moment um, for us. Really, I mean, we can relate, but we want to know, we want to know what you guys feel. Um, so, looking back, what has over the long time that you guys have been doing this? What has DMB given to you that you may not have in your life today if it wasn't for Dave Matthews, man? 
I know that's the it's a hard question because there's so many things that it's not because of Dave Matthews, but the Dave Matthews band is relatable. Just even like my drive home from work, like I'm listening to music and I'm grateful that I have that opportunity to do that and keep my sanity as I'm driving home or, you know, we are looking forward to Dave concerts and all of those things, but it's intertwined in our daily day, day to day life. So, um, something that I wouldn't have before that is hard to define. I feel like, yeah, I think that I just would say that I, Dave and the band has provided a happy place for me. Like, I, that I wouldn't, I don't, I have obviously other places and other people that I like to be around besides. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it might not sound like it right now, but I promise that I do. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's a happy place and it's a place where I go when, for all emotions, if I'm feeling down, it's, mm. um, I can find songs that lift me up if I'm, up and I'm happy. It's, I can find songs to dance to. It just, he brings me a level of peace when I'm feeling anxious. Um, it's, it's a memories, uh, a community like, Oh, the DMV community, yeah. there's nothing better. Uh, um, whether, you know, there's people that a lot of people in the DMV community, that I don't, I don't agree with some things with, but nonetheless, we still have fun talking about it. Yeah. Um, Meeting people at the live shows um, has been such a joy over the last, I would say, four or five years. Um, you know, it's just been, and traveling, it's also provided me an opportunity to go to places I probably wouldn't have gone um, if, I, if it hadn't been for a Dave show. So um, it's so, there's so much, and you're right, it's hard to put, like, words to it. It's just um, a feeling that comes from listening and being within his um, music. Yeah, and I'm, I'm also, uh, because of the would-be musician thing, I'm like a really active listener, but it was that, that comes more from, I think, my dad and, and my family always having music on, and so there's the, the attaching music to moments, and um, the last time, uh, the, when we saw Dave and Friends at Penn State in 2003, Jill was five months oh, pregnant yeah. with our first son. <laughs> And then when we saw Dave and Tim at Dark Constitution Hall for the first time, Jill was nine months pregnant. I was nine <laughs> months pregnant. Our second son, and we had the second to last row. So she's taking herself up these stairs, and people are just like with their eyes popping up <laughs> and looking at her. And, and it was and, and so like I had these you know these distinct memories, and and you know whether they realize it or not. Dave is the first concert both of our kids heard. Um, you know either either. A, Dave and Friends or Dave and Tim, not the band, but but then even uh, last year, I don't know if you guys heard about the fiasco that happened at Bristow um, in 2018 with the uh, the flooding that happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had some fun. Yeah. We were there, and we were drenched head to toe, us and our two boys. It was going to be their first, first concert. concert, and we just got totally drenched, and it was horrible, and then the band started playing, and it didn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> we were drenched and cold, and... You know, everyone everyone got shirts, uh, so we had something dry to wear. Yeah. You know, it was just crazy. And then and then um, last last year at uh, um, at, at uh, Charlottesville, night one, we took the boys to a concert indoors uh, for Dave <laughs> um, Dave Matthews Band, and they got to stay dry and enjoy the music. And it was just it was really it was really excellent. It was just it just uh, it just part of uh, great memories. Uh, we love living in New York, so the whole uh, Upstate, so SPAC has always been a, a huge, uh, important place for us as it relates to Dave. Um, so, and I, I think that kind of jumps ahead to a notion of favorite venue. Yeah, no, that's okay. That's, that's okay. perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. And and you're right. And you guys touched on it a little bit. And I guess for us, if we really had to put a nail on it for, uh, and maybe for me, is. Um, hearing those kind of stories and talking to new people and meeting people and um, being able to meet friends that we have something in common and we're related and we're relatable like that, that means something to us. I want to say like that, that's something we didn't have before. And we have be now because of this band um, that we get to sit here and have this conversation. So um, that I'm grateful for that. You know, so with that being said, <laughs> Rachel's got a tear in her eye. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so 
DMB is going to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Maybe. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. Oh, it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> and uh, what does that mean to you guys? <laughs> I, I, I can rant about how unimportant it is in the grand scheme of any artist to be in the Hall of Fame. Yes. But, that, but to be in that company, you know, that, that they would be where they belong, being thought of with the Grateful Dead with Hendrix, with Chuck Berry, with the Beatles. Mm-hmm. I mean, Genesis, Peter Gabriel, all these guys that I also know were huge influences on them. You know, they deserve. They absolutely the, deserve the, their respect. They, they, they deserve to be there. They're, they're, they're better musicians than like 80% of the people yeah. there. Very much. Very <laughs> and, much. And, and, and they've got some of the, the best songs and, you know, they've, they've had all the success, but it's, I don't even care about the success. I'm just, the quality of what they do is just so high. And I just feel like they, they should be there from that. But at the same point, if they never get, get in, it's not going to change how amazing that they are. Um, right. and they, you know, it's, 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 I, I think it's great that like some of their best friends are, are Neil Young and John <laughs> Mellencamp and, and, and Willie Nelson, not just from the farm aid thing, but from life, you know, and that, that, that's, that's who they, they hang out with and, and who they, who, who, who look up to them. So I, I, I feel like they they should get in and and they're going to get into because initially, you know, you, you think about maybe they weren't as um, commercially popular as some of the other bands that are there, but all these guys that are friends of theirs <laughs> that yeah. know them and know what they do and if, you know this these uh, you know um, like I just saw on Thursday with my parents Warren Haynes uh, doing the the last waltz tour. And it reminded me of seeing Warren with them at Madison Square Garden last year. And just, you know, it's like, you know, when 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 those are the guys that want to come play with you and if you ask them to play, they'll do it in a second. Yeah. You know, um, that that just speaks volumes to how great they are. And, and, and uh, you know, they, they 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 deserve to be there for whatever it's worth. But it's yeah. not to, it's, it, it doesn't have to happen. Yeah. It just right. should happen. <laughs> yeah, it should. And, and I guess maybe my angle on it would be a little bit more fan driven because you can't deny the level of fandom that's out there. And, and for the, the, the rallying point, all the fans put together and the voting and, and doing this thing that, that we're an undeniable force, all of us together. There's so, so much that, that there is, there has to be some kind of validation to that. And, and not validation for the band, but maybe, and not, I don't want to say validation for us either. Um, because I mean, we've been doing this for a long time that it wasn't all for naught. I guess that's where I was going with the validation points. Like I've been doing this for a long time and I wasn't just doing this because it was, I mean, it was fun. Don't get me wrong. I had a good <laughs> that's time. That's not the only reason, <laughs> but I, that's not the only reason. I mean, but I've been doing this because I'm a smart guy, and I know that when I see good music and I see good people playing, that these guys are it. These guys have it, and there's a little bit of validation that in the back of my head saying that you know what, haha, I was right. Absolutely. Also, I don't know, uh, were you talking about that also had me think about the idea that just being in the Hall of Fame puts them in a place to transcend the generation, Mm -hmm. the generations that they've exposed themselves to initially. You know, they they, they have they have some folks that are a bit older than us, um, meaning my wife and I, um, and, and they have, and they have generations in between and we're exposing our kids to it. Our, our nine-year-old Milo, his favorite song is grace is gone. His no. next favorite song I think was time bomb is what he said. And it's just like, these are not songs a nine-year-old should love, but he doesn't, he's not thinking about anything except what he hears yeah. and he, the sound of Dave's voice and the music. And it just, it speaks to him for whatever reason. And so if they're in the Hall of Fame, that means, you know, in theory, 100 years from now, someone will go into the Hall of Fame. Dave Matthews Band. What are these guys? Who are they? What are they like? Look them up. Yeah, look them up. Yeah. And maybe by then they'll just we'll have implants and and they'll just be able to to (laughs) instantly in their head like Dave Matthews Band. (laughs) And all of a sudden, bam. So I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know we've been, we went a lot longer than we, than we wanted it's to, okay. and I know you guys got to go. Um, so where are you guys going this summer? Um, what, you know, where, what's your summer plans? Do you know, and, and where you're heading and what you want to hear? 
Um, we're definitely going to SPAC because I won't let him out of that. Um, the Avett brothers are playing. Red Rocks when Dave's supposed to do SPAC. <laughs> and we love the Avett brothers, but it's not but Dave takes priority <laughs> and so we're heading to SPAC. Um, and then we're kind of open to some other ideas. We haven't nailed down anything else that we're definitely 100%, yeah, we, but we, we, we want to try something new. We, we, we go to Bristow uh, reluctantly each year. We would, uh, we went to. Not reluctantly. <laughs> we actually have it under the control the last couple of years because of the uh, premier parking. But before that, the first time we went in 2015, we literally were in the parking lot for two hours after the show. We couldn't get out. It was just, the, oh, you know, yeah, but, yeah. but, um, uh, so Virginia, we try to see, and then, um, we, we've gone to Mansfield and Hartford the past couple of years, but we're thinking about Camden. We're thinking about Deer Creek, you know, uh, Alpine Valley. I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah. Come but to Deer really, Creek. Really? I'm, I'm going to convince them to go to Australia. <laughs> okay. That, we're, we're heading to Australia. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the one thing about Australia is there's everything there will kill you. Right? Yeah. Like all the critters, all no, the animals. Yeah, everything there, no matter what. It's all poisonous, venomous. It's all venomous. So, yeah. Jill, Grant, thank you guys for hanging out with us. It was so much fun. What a great conversation. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for reaching out to us. Thank you for thinking of us. It, it means the world to us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I just want to ask real quick, do you guys have anything you want to plug? I know it's at Jill Connors on Twitter, at uh, Grant Connors on Twitter, right? I looked it up. It, no. it, it, it's it's LLPE33. Okay. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. It's, 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 the, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm glad to have been able to talk. I feel like I encroached on Jill's time too much. No, time. not at all. Thanks for letting me ramble. <laughs> no, I would just plug you guys. You guys have um, uh, yeah. brought a community to us, and we're so grateful for that. Um, we both tend to be a little bit introverted, so um, reaching out to the DMB community has been a lot of fun, and you guys have made that a lot easier, so thank you. Yeah, yes. no problem. No There's problem. an army there. There's an army there. <laughs> so you guys are welcome to hang out if you guys want to bounce. I know you said uh, some things. You're feel free to bounce whenever you want to. But we're gonna we're gonna uh, kind of go on with the show. So, all right. Thanks, Thank have you. a good night. Yeah, have you a good too. night, Thank guys. Thank you, guys. So we've said before that David and I work at the same company, mm-hmm. and it just so happened that. Today was one of the days where I saw you, but you had your back to me, so you didn't see me. And there really was this moment there that I felt like a stalker. Like, <laughs> I I just wanted to stand and stare and take a picture or two and like, he, 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 I can see you. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Like, yeah, yeah, it feels a course. little bit weird. <laughs> Yeah, of course you can see me. Yeah, you're. We work at the same place. Okay. I know, but it just like I, I've never had this feeling before. It was this whole new feeling. Like, this is different. I don't know if I like it, so I walked away. <laughs> okay, good. Thank <laughs> like, you. Like, absolutely, just walk away. But you know, I'm texting and things, and um, I was really disappointed. I was looking through the emojis, the emoji options, and there's not like a snapped finger emoji, which I'm sure that there's gifts out there, but I think I want to start writing emoji code (laughs) because there's frequently like, Oh, I want this emoji. I want this. And it's not there. It's just not there. So I'm just going to need to change career paths. Okay. I'm going to start writing code and, uh, I don't know, digital animation uh-huh. and go from there. Yeah. Good. Good. And be less stalkery. I, mean, I would appreciate that. For you, to you. Yeah. Yes. Less stalking David, more stalking yeah. someone else. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Like, uh, <laughs> you can stalk other people all you want. I'm okay with that. Whatever other persons you want to stalk, that's fine with me. However, me, I prefer you to not stalk me. Deal. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it so much. <laughs> so you were away all weekend. I was. Yeah. And um, not that we want to go into the why you were away. I do want to talk about um, 
I was at home with my girls all weekend. Yes. I took a lone trip away from David. I mean, I went to see my mom and my sister. It's not like I went to Vegas without you. I I went to see my mom and my sister. Yeah, correct. But I did not take you. I did not take the kids. You stayed home with the kids. You were a single parent for the weekend. Yes. And uh, I kind of enjoyed it. Like, it was fun. There was no, it was fine. Like, I missed you a couple times. Just at night when you were cold. (laughs) (laughs) So a couple of things I noticed. um, And one is as, and maybe it shouldn't have taken me 10 years to figure this out. But as as a parent, you're constantly just walking behind your kids and picking up shit. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) Because I still walked in the door and picked up shit. (laughs) Yeah, you're just picking up shit and... (laughs) Like, turning off lights and going, oh, why is this here? Like, what? Why aren't the towels here? What What do you... Why? Put it away. Hey, Just yeah. put it away. And the little stupid things that you put away, like, they don't put away. And it's, I guess it's maybe it's our job to, like, start... No, no I don't they, want to say yelling at them, but, like, you know, giving them a heads up. Like, hey, You kid, need to do this. You need to do this. Yeah. This is your responsibility. They have been getting more of that. Yeah. But... Yeah. So, but They're as a parent, still but, eight and ten. Yeah, but parenting re- <laughs> means that you're just really walking behind your kids and picking up shit that they just throw on the ground all day all long, the, every day, long, day. All day long. <laughs> Unless they're sitting down watching cartoons, then there's nothing to pick up. But then you're just serving them. Food. Yes, <laughs> food and <laughs> drinks and father. Bring, yeah, bring. Me some ice cream. Father, come hither. <laughs> Father! <laughs> I am hungry. I would Feed like to me. have some cereal. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine, though, like, the difference between you and I. And there's there's that. Um, I feel like I constantly tell you when you're doing the parenting thing without me that... Well, you don't have to always entertain them. You don't always have to go to a place or take them out to dinner or schedule a play date. They don't have to do that stuff 100% of the time. You need to spend time at home and entertain yourselves and Mm -hmm. read and have a home-cooked meal. Yes, dad is fun. Yeah. I mean, we did do both of those things. So um, first off, we we had a neighbor reach out, neighbor, friend, um, reach out and say, Dave, we, we know you're home alone. You're daddy daycaring with the, with the girls this weekend. You want to go out to dinner? And I was like, you know what? Yeah, it's Friday night. I'm off of work. I was out there raking. I was like, I don't want to be raking on a Friday night. Yeah, let's, let's take my kids out for dinner. Go to dinner. Yeah. And we went to dinner and it was fine. We, you know, we sit and chit chatted and, and had a couple of drinks and we're, you know, amongst our friends and our kids are, um, interacting with other kids, but it was time to order food in, um, before then, before then I'd been with you long enough that I remembered that, um, before the server gets here, look at our children and ask them what they want for food. So they say it out loud. And they and I did. I did that thing. I looked at leaf. What do you want for food? Ba 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 ba. Okay, cool. Tree. What do you want for food? Ba 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 ba. Okay, cool. And then it was fine. Server came. Um, I ordered my food. I was like, "This is my kid one." Leaf. Order food. Ba 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 ba. Tree. Order food. Ba 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 ba. And then ours was done. Done. Yes. Like one, two, three. It was very easy, simple. Um, we had it down. We we were very rehearsed. We've but done I, this thing before. We yeah, know but what I to also do. took the moment to rehearse with them yeah. beforehand. Our friends that were there, and and they're seasoned veterans too, as well. And not that they didn't rehearse with their kids. I'm not trying to say that. Is their kids are a little bit pickier when it comes to food, and they just wouldn't order their food it was what you know our friend looked at their kid and said order your food what was that i can't hear you what what and then he you know gets a little bit hey you gotta speak up if you want food you have to speak up 
you know, so the, the person can hear you. Yeah. Right. And then gets to the other person, the other kid and their, their other kid says, uh, I don't know. I don't want to eat. You don't want to eat anything. Yeah. I don't want to eat. You have to eat something. If you don't eat, you're not going to eat. Okay. Maybe I'll eat. What do you want to eat? I don't know. (laughs) You know, and a server at this time where, when we went in a restaurant that's busy, they don't want to sit here and mess around with your kid that doesn't know what they want. They don't want to have the family argument that they're having. So my friend, after they were done, you could see he was visibly frustrated on his face and no fault of his own. Like none, they didn't do anything wrong. Yes. They did zero things wrong. Um, how, however, he was like, that's it. New rule. If you can't order your own food, you can't eat. I and, mean, that's not a bad rule. Yeah. And it's, it's like the picking up thing. There's an age there. You know, there's a certain age that you know what your kid likes. You just go ahead and order for them. Or you only give them two <laughs> options. Two options. Or, you know, whatever it is. But yeah, they, they need to learn how to do that stuff on their own. They need to responsibility we've been talking about that stuff the the more responsible thing and um like for me leaving this weekend i actually left thursday night so i wasn't here school school day friday david got the girls up for school ready for school and off to school and i have a particular way i do that because i'm the primary parent Mm. that does that and you don't follow my regimen, which is fine because you are your own person. You are your own parent. But I had a little bit of the anxiety about mm-hmm. you getting the kids to the bus stop in time. I mean, I just had to trust that it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And there's a backup. If you miss the bus, guess what? Drive the kid to school. That's yeah. what that is. But they need to learn the responsibility of getting ready. I'm giving you this allotment of time. To get ready, you are responsible to do it in that allotment of time. Yeah. And it's the same with this. You you want to eat. You feel hunger. You are responsible enough to read a menu because you know how to do that. Yes. And pick the food that you like because you know what you like. And be responsible and order your own meal. I get that. There, That comes with age and responsibility. Yes. And just so you know... Both of the girls were 20 minutes early. 20 minutes. Okay. If the tree was 20 minutes early, then that means that you woke her up way earlier than what she needed to wake up. No. There's no way she could have gotten ready in 10 minutes. She was up, ready to go. Like, she, she got up at 640, and she had to leave at 720. Oh, you did get her up early. What time did she get up? I get her up at 650. Wow, but still. Okay. Yeah, she was she she ate. She wasn't as hungry. Um, she got her hair. She got dressed. She did her hair. I was like, "All right, you checking the time? I'm doing my thing," you know. And she was like, "Then she's like, okay, Dad, I'm done," you know. And I was like, "All right, put your shoes on. You're not done. Put your shoes on." She's like, "Oh, I don't need. It. I still got ten minutes. I don't care. Put your shoes on." So ten minutes. It was twenty. <laughs> yeah. But by that time, the leaf had woken up, and um, I put her breakfast on the, like, I had their breakfast made on the table, ready to go. They didn't have a choice. Oh, okay. Here's what you're eating. Okay. Right? Yeah. Here's what you're eating. Um, Here is your clothes that you're wearing. Here's the time that you need to be done. Figure it out. You okay. don't miss the bus. Okay. This is your responsibility yeah. from here yeah. on. And they ate the food. They brushed their teeth. They got their hair done. And so much so that the 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 leaf, we got to watch, we got to sit down and watch two cartoons before she left. <laughs> and when we went out to the bus stop, we were wigging out because we thought she missed the bus. Because you we were the only the, ones. Because we watched the second cartoon. We were the only ones. And it, I was literally walking back to the car to start warming up the car when I seen our neighbor pulling out of the driveway going, uh, I was like, oh, yes, we're not. We're just five <laughs> minutes early. Good. Yeah. Good. So I was five minutes early with both of them. And, and they got dressed. And, you know, 
I didn't, I did good with our kids. So, you know. Yes, obviously. Yeah. Um, but for entertainment, you guys went to a basketball game. Mm, no. You went to a women's college basketball game. Yeah. And I thought to myself, um, like that's part of, not that's part of what dads do, but dads are, I don't want to say aggro, but like very, you know, not fighty, but you know, they want to play in sports and you know, that's part of it. So I wanted to give them that experience. You know, okay. if we're, if we're going to go do something, if you're just going to sit at home on the couch and watch TV, like let's go watch a sporting event. Okay. And so we want, we went in a, like I wanted to celebrate female with them. So I took them to a women's college, women's college basketball game. Which is great. I am a woman and I want my children to see that women can do anything. And if you want to play basketball, play basketball. Look, these women are playing basketball, but I would never go to a basketball game. Period. <laughs> period. End of I story. would never go to a college basketball game. <laughs> period. Period. End of, I would end never of go list. to a women's college basketball game. Period. <laughs> okay. But, I mean, I want to teach progression to my children. Uh-huh. But I feel like the only thing worse than that is women's college volleyball. Okay. So that's what and yours, that's what we're doing this weekend now. That's what you were doing with them. <laughs> I'm not taking them to the women's volleyball game. That's all you. <laughs> you and another mom. Oh. The dad's not going to be there. It's just going to be you and two moms. I'm so looking forward to spending time with my children. It's you and the moms. I'm going to go do improv. You are gonna gonna not like you're taking the kids, and then I'm just gonna go and do improv. <sighs> Okay. But because I was home all weekend with the girls looking for things to do, I went through and like, what can I do with my kids? And of course, I ran across a listicle. How super awesome. Uh, This is from redtry.com and it's 31 things every father should do with their daughter. Um, I'm not going to read all 31 things. Good. Yeah, because this, uh, it, but they're all like small little things. Um, and a lot of them I've done already before. So we'll just run down that, you know, go ride a bike. Yep. Come on. It's the middle, it's the late fall. We can't go outside and, and uh, ride a bike and go to work together. Yes, I'm, I took my kids working already. Like, I'm not, it's the weekend. I don't want to work. Go fishing. Again, middle of winter. I take my kids fishing all the time. Um, have the talk no i that's my job <laughs> i mean there is going to be a oh time yeah the, where i have to have yes a talk with my kids yes agreed the initial and i think that has to do more with gender there there is uh adult female in their lives they are both female that adult mm. female should be the one to have that first talk with them mm. that's all have lunch have a lunch date we you've did done not. that yeah. you didn't do it this weekend but you yeah. have done that belt out songs in the car i would do it all the time yeah so this is something i do do all the time and i just said do do and i just gotta make sure i don't know <laughs> but yeah this is something i do all the time um scream out to the heart read books of course dance like nobody's watching uh the i i found this one to be a little bit sketchy as i'm walking through work out together yeah show your kids that it's okay to exercise but, yeah exercise and stay happy and healthy and stuff like that but i don't know that i would do that on the reg you know but maybe not i don't you know Maybe there will be a time. Where I mean, I yeah, I feel like you have kind of semi-frequently taken the leaf for a jog. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And look at number twenty-four. I was Puke. I was so excited to see that. I couldn't wait to get to this. Number twenty-four. Attend a sporting event. 
Yes. Uh, whether it's watching your daughter's soccer match or taking her to see a college or professional league sports event, sharing a love of athletics can nurture healthy competitive competition and good sportsmanship. I was happy to see that. And then plus, I agree, it was kind of nice to sit and watch the the women's basketball game that we went to. The team was so grateful to have people there in the stands that like all the girls from the team went into the crowd and thanked everybody personally. Thank you for coming. Thank you for spending this time with us. Thank you. Thank you. And, you know, I appreciate it. Our that. kids got an autographed poster signed by all the players. Yeah, correct. I know. Yeah. Yes. And it that meant the world to them. You and know? they're going to cherish that forever. Yes, correct. Um, cosplay, I don't dress up. So I mean, uh, Halloween. <laughs> uh, get snow cones. We did get ice cream. So um, but I told them not to tell you. They did immediately. <laughs> they always tell me. They don't always tell you. Mm, kind of. Sh- so my favorite one that the first time you let the tree have soda, Mountain Dew of all the sodas, like the highest sugar content, the worst one. Yeah, you two went to a restaurant. You had a lunch date, mm-hmm. and. You guys walked in the door, and she looked at me and said, Papa, give me Mountain Dew. And you went, I, you. <laughs> you promised you wouldn't say anything. <laughs> and I said, oh, that's awesome. That was very exciting for you. So that she would tell me again the next time. <laughs> if I yelled at her for it, then she wouldn't tell me. Yeah. So, yeah. And gum. Gum was, don't give them gum yet. Don't give them, okay. And then you gave them gum. And what'd they do? Swallow it. Yeah. The first (laughs) thing they did, they just swallowed the gum. This is why I told you don't give them gum. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I had an improv meltdown Monday. Oh, what happened? I, and it's my fault. (laughs) Did the instructor rush the stage and tell you that you were doing the thing that they hate the most in life? No, no, it was close. <laughs> um, I in I think it was my fault. I don't think I know it was my fault. Is I was working with something somebody that I wasn't excited to be working with, and that's my fault. I should have given this person more credit. And I didn't. Okay. So in my head, I was walking up going, this is going to be awful. This is going to be... And then it was. And then it was. And the thing that we're doing, whatever exercise we were doing, I didn't know that I understood the the parameters of the exercise very well. Okay. So I was working with somebody that I wasn't excited to be working with. And I didn't understand the parameters of the job. So I got hammered. I got hammered hard um, by the instructor, which was good. Like, it was good. I needed it. I needed to get out of that headspace. But subsequently, my uh, I was off. All, like, for the rest of that scene, I was off. And um, <laughs> I had one person come up to me at the uh, after the show, and she was like, that was very meta of you. And I was like, wait a minute. I don't know that I've ever been meta. <laughs> but uh, the one of the things was like showing emotion. And I didn't, I was very angry at that moment. So the emotion I did on stage was the exact thing that I was feeling. The I was just. You weren't. So much acting. I was not acting. I was just... <laughs> <laughs> this one was real. <laughs> that one was just straight real. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but she was like, that acting, that was so meta. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know that I've ever been referred to as a meta. <laughs> but I got where she was coming from, and I appreciated that. Okay, like, good. That one's good. Um but then afterwards, I got out of my headspace. I realized that, one, I was wrong. I was 
you know, and, and two, it's okay to be wrong. And I'm learning a new skill. Yeah. I'm learning something that I didn't know how to do before. So it's okay to be wrong at doing it. Right. Yes. Yes. As long as you learn from your mistakes. Yeah. And uh, in my mistake, I didn't give the person enough credit I was that I was working with. And I get, like instantly walked up and felt like I was going to be bad. And subsequently, I was bad. So It's a mental... You, like you've talked about that with the kids in sports and homework and you know, whatever events that you have to look on the bright side and have a good attitude and mm-hmm. you need to take your own advice. Yeah. So that's okay. Mm-hmm. These things happen. Um, do you have anything else? I got one last thing in the song. Uh, I mean, no, nothing in particular. I talked to an old friend this weekend. I got in touch with an old friend and went and saw them we spent some time together so that was nice it was just nice to sit and relax and catch up and uh we definitely need to do that more and it you know it makes you appreciate the the positive things that you have going on in your life and it's fun to reminisce but it's nice when you move forward Mm -hmm. and the unfortunate thing is that um we, I, I had a friend and I introduced friend A and friend B and friend A and B became friends. Mm -hmm. And later in life, which I, I caught on around the time I introduced them actually. Um, but friend A ended up being not a great person. Okay. So most of the time when I get together with friend B, we, we like, there's some complaints like, Oh, I wish friend A would do this. I wish friend A would change that and do this. And I think that this was actually the first time in a long time that we did not converse about friend A once. And it was really nice. So I don't know if it's that she's moved on. Okay. Or like we've just covered everything enough that she didn't feel she had to talk about it. But it was nice that like there was just nothing negative that happened in this interaction. And it, you know, like what we were talking about earlier, that the those happy things that you look forward to. And like I'm I'm looking forward to getting together with this old friend again sometime in the future. Oh nice. Yeah. So rekindling old friendships. Yeah, that's nice. We'll see. Yeah. And I guess I had I mean, along that same vein, um, I had a friend, um, how do I put this? It's nice to be wanted. And I had a friend, I had a thing where I was wanted. And um, it's awesome. It's an awesome feeling. It's an awesome feeling to be wanted. It's an awesome feeling to be wanted when your friend is the one that's like putting that together. Somebody that you consider a friend or you like value them as a friend or, uh, you know, have that friendship part to them, you know, in the thing that they did showed you what we're so cryptic. <laughs> Just being as vague as well. Well, I don't want to out anybody. No, no, no. And I'm I not know. trying to. I'm I, this, like, I did the same thing. We're, we're in, in friends. You're my friend, just so you know. But um, it's more uh, along the lines of things that we can all relate to uh, everyone together. So uh, that's what I was trying to do. But yeah, uh, a friend uh, said like, hey, I want you. I need you. And I was like. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. I appreciate that want. I appreciate that need. And I will do what I can to help you succeed. Okay, Dr. Seuss. Yeah, yeah, that came out way rhymey. I <laughs> liked it, though. It <laughs> did not mean to be rhymey. Like, that's a good greeting card. <laughs> okay, 
This is uh, one you will know specifically, and if you don't know, I'm going to laugh and mock you. In... Oh gosh, pressure's on. Yeah, this is this is your. If you don't get it in the first line, I'm in trouble. I'm going to be very disappointed. Waiting on a Sunday afternoon. For what I read between the lines. Your lies. Feeling like a hand in rusted shame. So do you laugh at those who cry? Reply. Leaving, leaving on a southern train. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You like, you have to be more nasally. I need more. (laughs) I need more nasal. (laughs) Only yesterday you lied. So this was the song. It it was the song that got you in. It was the song that got me in. And it's because this was the video that would play. The song was popular, so yeah. the video would play. And like how you've talked about, um, you've talked about stuff. Yeah, Nine Inch in, Nails, I think. Um, that, uh, like, the, you got it because you saw this video. It was just at the right time in your life that yeah. this was happening. Yeah. And... So in the video, Scott's wearing a cowboy hat. <laughs> in at the at the time in my life, what was going on? And we, I lived in a town that was very similar to Podunk. I thought that only cowboys wore cowboy hats. Okay. I'm like, but this isn't really a country song. I don't understand what's happening, but this is <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and I was hooked after that. Yeah. I, I mean, you were, when I met you, you were in. Yes. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. And so I've seen them twice in concert. Like, and there's something mm-hmm. about live music. And the first show I went to, they covered a Led Zeppelin song. And I'd always listened to Led Zeppelin. And that was just an awesome thing to me. Like, this band who has made it, Stone Temple Pilots, <laughs> is covering someone else's song. That is so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was very impressionable as a young child. <laughs> Obviously. As a young person. <laughs> they all make it. So, friends, I was uh, uh, Stone Temple Pilots, Interstate Love Song, name of the song. And, um, yeah. <laughs> I thought you would get it sooner. But I was very well, you're Yeah, it's I was that very offbeat. Is it was just very so offbeat. difficult. Because you have to replace. I have to take all these words and, like, smush them together in other spots. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, when I say it. So, uh, yeah, thank you, friends. Thank you so much. I want, a special thanks to Jill and Grant for hanging out with us. Uh, yay for them. Like, that was so much fun. Uh, we always love talking DMB. And please, friends, reach out. If you have anything you want to say, you want to come on the show, um, you want to chit chat with us, we'd love to have you. We'd love to have that conversation. There's nothing, nothing that would make us happier. And we want to meet each and every one of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It just means so much to us. Um, we just can't. Not we just can't say it enough. It really does. It's fun. It is. It's fun. Yeah. You know, it's our version of fun. Um, please, friends, try try three of them. There's three episodes in there. If this is your first time listening, um, thank you. And uh, try a couple of them. We, we promise. After a couple, we I think we'll get it right for you. I think we'll we'll help we'll we'll, we'll help this thing along. And uh, please, friends, tell friends if you've been listening to for a while. Nothing helps us grow our audience better than uh, friends tell friends. Uh, if you're listening to us, we consider you a friend, and we want to be friends with your friends. So, uh, friends tell friends. And um, I'd like to take a moment and say thank you. Thank you to you listening right now. We appreciate it. We appreciate you listening. And uh, thank you to Jill and Grant for coming on the show. Again, one more time, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, I'd like to take a moment and say thank you to Team Sound and Team Tech and Team Music for doing all the things that you do so we can do the things that we do. And uh, thank you to Art. Thank you, Dave. You made it through the whole show without yawning. Oh, no, there it was. You did it. You're so tired all the time. No, I'm just overly emotional. Why? Because. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. 
Uh, we love all our friends. <laughs> Me too. And we hope you enjoy our podcast too. But don't believe anything we say. We're all bullshit today. <laughs> and we'll do us. And you do you. We love you. Goodbye. Good night.